Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. On this week's episode of the Brooklyn Nets Weekly, Bam and I are going to explore where this magnificent team is at. Let's talk basketball, New York City. Welcome again, everybody, to Brooklyn Nets Weekly. With me, as per usual, I have my guy, Bam, at Pass First, or one of the many iterations of his Twitter handle, but at Pass First 11. Uh, is the typical joint. We we are recording on a Sunday. Not our typical thing. But uh, uh, I, I can't work out early in the morning and, and stay up. <laughs> on a weekend, I fell right asleep, man. I apologize live on the podcast to you again. It happens, man. We're, we're, we're old, man. We're washed up. Is dude, what it I'm, is. I'm so washed, dude. Like, I, it, it's just crazy. Like it, My generation is the uh, uh, Peter Pan generation in the sense of like we were the first real hip hop generation, like, and because of it, we think we're eternally young. And when we're just really old, like, like Jay Z and Diddy are both five years older than me. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm, a, I'm a few years away from like the standard dad, white New Balance sneakers. Oh, yeah, so. don't say that. Don't uh, say that. The, the Nike. Monarchs. I've, been, I've been buying like the Air Maxes for like ten straight years. Like I don't have another pair of sneakers. <laughs> I'm I'm not letting go. You know what? But you know what does happen is your your kid becomes uh, more uh, swaggy than you. Like my right. my son's sneaker game is mean, and mine is is horrible. Speaking right. of my son, like me and him were talking yesterday, and you know, oh, it's it's funny if you don't have a 2K or if you don't play, <laughs> um, um you know, PS5 or something, it's hard to, like, spend time with a kid nowadays because, one, they're studying, they're, they're playing ball or whatever they do, and then when they get a chance to relax, they don't really want to relax with you. So me yeah, and my son, they don't watch TV. Not, not, they don't really watch shows and movies. It's like the, every now and then he got a, he has an anime that he likes, but the one thing that we do bond over, like, it, it really... I showed him this video of Nick fans celebrating... Cause I'm I'm trying to teach him what a, a poor sport is, and I was right. him, the Knicks fans celebrating after they be, they went um they became 500, and they were screaming fuck the Brooklyn Nets. He was like, where do these people live? Like I don't right. I don't know them. And in his in his head, he thinks he thinks the Knicks fans are mythical, cause kids don't like the Knicks. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm always curious how. Like his, he's like he's eight years old, right or nine? Right, he's eight. Right. I'm always curious who those kids are rooting for if their fathers aren't Nick fans or their fathers don't like a specific team. Are they are they even following the league, or are they just following players? And my, my guess is it's they're just following the players at this yeah, point. Yeah, they they really follow the players and they they follow winning and they follow the teams that they can like. 
nobody really plays like how my generation played, where you would pick a team. Like, I, I used to like Golden State on all the old console games. Um, Dude, I ran with the Nets. Even, like, if they had Chris Childs, I ran with the Nets. <laughs> it didn't matter. That's yeah. my team. That, I've never played Madden with anybody other than the Giants. No, but I, I, I would always play with my team. Same, same. But every now and then, if you had your secondary team, like, I just – ancient times, but I just remember a time that Latrell Sprewell was, like, the best game on EA. and I right. mean, best player on EA. I mean, that's going back. But still, like, it's this is why this Nets team is so special is that you know, my son is like Barkley Center is a place we go. It's I know everybody there. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm gonna get popcorn every time for free probably, and you know my team is the black and white team, and I, I like the Nets. I'm I'm from Brooklyn. I like the Nets, and um, but he it, the passion is not like ours. The passion no. comes from when me and him play. He'll say, "All right." I got to pick your team, Dad, because I still whoop that ass. And he'll right. he'll pick the Knicks because for him, the, in his head, the way you process it, if you if you only been pl- watching basketball the last three or four iterations of of NBA Two K, right? If that's your view on basketball, the Knicks is the when team he plays you don't want to be. He can Knicks, right? If he, exactly if he's try, especially if he's trying to cheese, he'll he'll just out of knowing that the Knicks suck. Like, in his mind, the Knicks are synonymous with suck. Right. And I don't think Knicks fans... Like, I saw a lot of young Knicks fans there. I felt... I, I was surprised. But he also plays ball. And his, his um, you know, basketball camp is at John Jay. I expect the the, the way he plays ball locally in Brooklyn at, 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 the, at the Y, I expect them to be you know, Nets homers. But at the Manhattan um, gym, he plays at John Jay's um, uh, basketball team's gym in the summer. And I'm telling you, 95%, it was just the weirdest thing. It was like when Kyrie first signed and the entire team had those SpongeBob sneakers on. And my son was like, I need them, Dad. I got to have them. (laughs) And he didn't even really understand why he had to have them. But his president—that's it. Exactly, and so it's a. I, I love. I mean, I don't. I love the banter of arguing with, you know, fifty-year-old Nick fans about, you know, ratings and all of that shit. But but really, like, if if you think about it, there's no way the Nets should be anywhere close to the Knicks in ratings. The the. The Knicks committed the first sin. Let me get this off, by the way. I, I was telling myself I wanted to talk about this on the pod. You tell me your perspective, especially being a Long Island Nets fan in the sense of being from Long Island. Um, the New York Nets, I was watching the Dr. J uh, uh, documentary the other day. And when he started talking about his sadness after the after he helped the Nets get to the NBA... And the Knicks forced the Nets to the uh, to New Jersey, and made them have to, you know, give them so much money to even enter the league that they right. had to you, sell you know Doctor J. That that was the NBA version of systemic racism. Absolutely. <laughs> 
they were like, we're going to implement this clause that, yeah, you can join us, but we're going to put you at a severe disadvantage. Could, like, that is the original sin and evil of, of the Knicks. Right. Forcing, you know, because imagine how much better basketball history would be in New York City if the New York Nets existed and you had 10 years of Dr. J a guy from New York, a Rucker Park hero, also right. kind of connecting everything with his long on. Like when he, they, would, they may have gone to a finals in the early 80s and everything is different. What, what, what bothers me so much about the Nick fan is when they brag about like the size of their fan base, it's, it's not like they earned it. They're just no. the only New York team in a major sport that didn't have competition until right. 2013. So yeah, you had the entire market share for there's seventy-five no years, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I'm there's, saying? There's no alternative, you know. Right. So and... congratulations, everybody likes your team. All right, and what is has that won you any games? And I think it makes them worse. I think it makes them worse because they don't they don't necessarily have to be good to make money, and be worth the the most. Right. Their loyalty is almost like the the thing that's really poisoning them, because they like I don't believe in like how they're good right now, but they're good for all of the wrong reasons. They're good because most of the NBA has really just come to grips with the fact that nobody's beating the Nets in the playoffs, and Indiana as an example, like when they joined that trade, that Harden trade, they basically was pulling you know waving the white flag. They could say whatever they wanted, but they got rid of all the depot. Because they didn't want to pay him. And they knew we're not going nowhere with this team. And I, I would say the same thing with Orlando. Like, Orlando is not playing. It's, it's more quietly doing it. But they're making sure Aaron Gordon doesn't get hurt, hurt. So they could try to flip him at the at the trade deadline. So, like, teams are giving up. Because the, the Nets. Dude, I'll segue to this. The Nets might get drumming. It. It sounds ridiculous. I don't know, man. I feel like someone's going to trade for him. You would think they would have to, right? Uh, I mean, if I were the Knicks, I would trade for him just to be like, I'm not letting the Nets get this fucking guy. You know what? For all of the dirty, underhanded tricks that uh, the MSG Dolan people do, the one of, and, and I, think, I think there should be Jets fans who are Knicks fans that stop being Knicks fans because of what Dolan did to the Jets. The Jets could have had a t- had a stadium on the West Side Highway. Yeah. Do you do you not understand how dope that would be? You could you could come up to the stadium in a boat. Like like Dolan stopped that. <clears throat> like that dude is horrible and and it would be horrible if they yeah. traded for Drummond, but I would love them to to poison themselves with Andre Drummond who doesn't want to be there. I, I think mean, it's possible. I feel like somebody's going to just be like, the, I think the price tag to get him is going to be so low. Right. Someone's going to say, hey, I'll it's, put this guy in my system, and it's a double-double. You know what? It He would be better than Mitchell Robinson and Nerlens Noel. I almost don't want to get him because I feel like it's just gonna, it's just like it's over. What are, what are we doing here? <laughs> We're just we're just waiting for the championship to be. You know, delivered. you want to you want to earn it a little bit. <laughs> that you you want some kind of intrigue, right? I no, don't you, play two K easy. 
if you know, I put it on superstar. You, know, I, you, you want a challenge? A, 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 exactly. Uh, uh, but if if we get Drummond, it's just gonna be like you know, you, we're just gonna be looking out the window, waiting for the Amazon Fresh to, to be delivered. Uh, we just got fresh spinach. I did, in the, the live O'Brien on average, what do they play like three, three and a half games a week? Mm. Usually, one or two of those games is a dud. I mean, that Houston game was not fun to watch. Nah, it was ugly. Some of the games are just like, all right, like five minutes in, you're like, all right, so they're gonna win. Like, who's gonna they're have make, a big night? They're making a mockery of the league, and and look how good they've been. This is this is why I'm on such a James Harden, please forgive me, um, um, campaign, because I never imagined this dude was this. Right. You, you understand when it, when a player is not on your team, sometimes I think you you could emotionally make a a caricature of, of the player, right? <clears throat> this dude James Harden makes our shit players better by a lot. Right. And, and with him and Kyrie on the floor, it's it's unfair. I that was the calculation I made. I said him and Harden and Westbrook didn't work. Harden and Chris Paul didn't work. How did that not work? And I him and Kyrie, I don't know what it is. It just is better. Right. What what do you think it is that makes Harden and Kyrie work and not some of these other combinations that they've uh, they've made. So I think, like, first off, Westbrook is never going to defer to anybody. And then Chris Paul is not an effective player if he's not setting the table for everybody. Right, if he's not doing Ky- point guard stuff. Right. Kyrie really isn't a point guard. Mm-hmm. He's not set to – he's not a guy that makes people around him better. Right. Right. James is so basically faster than most everybody on the team. Right. Like so to basically, catch up to James. Too. Right. So basically, James gets everybody else baskets, and then like one out of every four possessions, he'll just play Kyrie go score. Yeah, and you and know. when Kyrie comes off the bench uh, by himself, and he just goes for his. Some of these games, you know, he shot poorly because he kind of just went for his. But um, when. When he does that, man, like when he could just go downhill on a team, it's it it's demoralizing. Like I'm watching teams go. Okay, we held on to him for the, the the first quarter. They they made some shots. It's it's close, but then there'll be like some point in the second quarter that Kyrie comes in and just slits the throat. I I, I yo, it's it's fun to watch as a fan, but I could see why it could be a little boring. <laughs> it's just complacency. It's we're, you know, what's really killing it is the no fans. So if they right. were playing these home games and Barclays is rocking, right, it adds some juice. But when they're at home playing the Magic or something, right, and they're, empty. And, and, and they're up six in the first quarter, it's just like obvious they're going to win the game. Right. <laughs> it just takes got to be emotion and anxiety out of being a fan. Yeah, I, and I think like not to. You can't talk about Drummond without talking about about Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin is is a more interesting thing, right? Because if he comes to the Nets, it it would be hilarious if all of a sudden he just like breaks out of the 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 um 
his uh, sweatsuit runs in and it starts dunking on everyone. The the first game he plays twenty minutes, he will get a dunking. You think he was? You think he was faking? No, I just think he's completely uninterested. Right. I think he is older. He's not the same player. Because he's actually he, younger than than our guys. Like he's right. <laughs> he's um he's the only person that he's older than is Kyrie. He, I think though, he's thirty one. By the way, I was so originally I said I would rather wait, see what else the market bears. But then when you realize. You know, A, players may not become available, and B, they still have another spot, another exception. Right. And or a Dimwitty trade. It's like, why not? There's just no downside to this. We just sign think, everybody. Whoever we feel like. You come on the trade market. What? We're the dude, Lakers we're, right now. I, I told my dad the other day, and I said, uh, we're living in a world right now where Blake Griffin wants to sign with the Nets, and we're debating whether they should do it or not. <laughs> Right, you know, it's not a, it's not even a debate to me though. It's like you sign him, he he does things that your team doesn't really do. I, I I'd love to see him just like, just like have been sandbagging everyone, and just next thing you know, he's guarding. Uh, you can, you can LeBron play him with, uh, you can play him with Green mm. or Claxton, and you can play Claxton with Durant, and you only play DeAndre when you really need a true five. All right, what's the upside? What's the upside of 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 Griffin? Do you think like where where does he where does he what do you plug him in? I, I think you, you not, use him not regular season playoff is starting right. We've seen him; he's yeah. done well. Where do you play him? Outside, I think there's an outside chance he winds up in our starting five. I, I mean, I, too. I I think there's an outside shot. I mean, in terms of his ability to pass as a roller. So, like, the plays that Bruce Brown is getting where he's catching it unguarded, right. he our, can pass there. spot guy, Bruce Brown. You know, he can pass there. And I think people are underestimating, you know, his overall skill level. I think he'll obviously be motivated. You know, you could put him on Giannis in a playoff series, and he's Hell not going to give up ground. So Giannis is not going to run him over. No. Um, you could put him on a Siakam a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you could put him on in, a, in the lineup where, you know, you're playing Milwaukee, he can guard Lopez, uh, and he'll be able to keep him off the glass. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot you can do with him. Let, let me give you a wild lineup. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Check this out. Blake Griffin at five. Okay. Nick Claxton at four. Right, Katie, Kyrie, and Harden. Yes. Yeah, why not? Bam! Why not? Could you imagine that team running the floor? Just why not? <laughs> it's gonna you happen. Can... I think he's gonna sign with us. I, no, I, I think it's a, it's a you know not so quietly kept conclusion. Right. Um. I think everyone uh, uh, knows because, like, what else is there to do right now? It's not like you're doing travel arrangements, you know, thinking about, you're, you're, you know, he's he's out there. You want to come, Blake Griffin, and play with Kevin Durant and Kyrie yeah. Irving and James Harden? You want James Harden to be throwing you passes so that you could walk into old man dunks and scrape the rim? He's, he's probably looking at a Nets box score. 
and being like, is that the same fucking Bruce Brown that I played with? This guy's a fucking scrub. That in his mind, Bruce Brown's a scrub. Yeah. But he's playing in the dunker spot for us. He's playing right. five for the Nets. A legit five. He has recorded in recorded in a basketball reference appearances at five. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I, I, you know, and I wonder what we wound up getting for Dinwiddie. I mean, I, this team in like two or three weeks might just be overkill. Yeah, let's talk Nick Claxton. Okay. I, I don't like it when Nets fans, you know, talk about him like he he should be starting, because even though I want him to, he's not strong enough. I, that's that's my whole thing. I don't think he's physically mature enough to be depended on. I think he, I, and I don't even think he would do poorly. If anything, the last few games showed is that he's going to use his physicality to 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 make points and make himself effective on the basketball court. He doesn't know what he's doing yet. He doesn't know the the defense really, but he's available. He attacks the weak side. He gets blocks, he gets lobs, he gets dunks, and he could take his man off the dribble, which is... He's the best defender on the team. Easily. Easily. Yeah, it's not even close. I... The reason why I want to see him and Durant together is because if you put those... That length of arms, they're they're disrupting everything that, that... that is happening on on the basketball court, and both of them can guard two to five. I've seen Nick Claxton guard one. I haven't seen Durant guard a one. It's to have that kind of length and skill because he's also skilled. That's the other thing. Like Jared Allen was <clears throat> lobs right. and dunk center. That's what right. he does. He's a lobs and dunk center. Jarrett just figured out in the bubble when he catches the ball off a roll that he can kick it out to a shooter. Claxton already sees that pass. Right. He's he used to, when he was a kid, he was a guard. He was one of those dudes that had one of those KD growth spurts, one of those AD growth spurts. And um um, you know, he's still getting used to his basically seven foot frame. He's six eleven. He's a legit six eleven. But he weighs 195 pounds. Right. Right? So while I temper my excitement and say, wow, we stepped in shit again and we've got a player for the future, um, I, I want to just be slow with him because he's he doesn't have – that's why it looks like he gets hurt every game. That, the question with Dick is – is he capable of helping us in a playoff series? In a regular season when we're playing, you know, Houston on a Tuesday night, he's going to do his thing. But when scouting reports and the intensity level rises and the attention to detail, the focus, mm-hmm. can he play at that level? And I think that's why you get a Blake Griffin because he can. He's not going to be afraid of a moment. He's not going to be overwhelmed, the physicality of it. You know, I don't know if they'll put him in the playoff rotation this year. If we played him, remember those games against Atlanta that we lost? Yeah, and right. They we close, they, they were close games. If we had a live body, a, a bouncy kid like that with length and arms 
to defend some of this young length. Um, pause. <laughs> that right. Atlanta has. Uh, uh, I think I think that's a hell of a, of, of an opportunity for the Nets to be not only just really good on on offense, but to be really good on defense. That's I, having those two guys and and. If you put in a Blake Griffin for a few minutes a night, wow. It just gives us a lot of options to match up with our opponents, you know, as they come in the playoffs. And, right. you know, the, the second half of the season is, is about one thing. It's about just getting everybody healthy and getting that one seed, you know, making sure we don't have to play both Philly and Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Make our path to the finals as easy as possible. And And bigger than that, is what it allows, you know, even a Joe Harris to do. When Joe Harris comes into the game and one of those guys go out or, or, or even Kyrie goes out, now he's playing now he's playing enough minutes with James Harden because that's the other thing that really frees James Harden is the space that, that Shamit and, and, and Harris give him. Yeah. Now if you have defense on top of that, like, like we could be a really fun team that dominates and and wins like six game series, little seven game series at the end, maybe make it make it interesting. But if Blake Griffin could play, if he was in, if he was just bullshitting in Detroit, we could be a, a major problem, yo. You think uh, they get to fifty? I think so. You, you know what, what? You know the only reason what would stop them is because they have so much. You know they they just need to get a now that they're gonna get KD back, right? And take your time, Kevin Durant. I'm not worried about you. But once they get Kevin Durant back, right? It's they could just rotate and always have two superstars on the floor, and and just make it a joke. Because I literally was betting if it wasn't for the fact that Kyrie didn't play that night, I, I'm positive that we're that we would we'd be riding a, a win streak. Yeah, I bet them every would, night. They mailed it in against Dallas. I think they were like, "Look, we won eight in a row." Kyrie's out. Like, screw this. I don't think they were very motivated for that one. No, they did the right thing because I like we know Kyrie gets hurt. It's good to protect Kyrie from himself. Give him. Give him the breaks. And then when Kevin comes back, you could play all three. You could play two. <laughs> and yeah. I, I think we're a better team now than before, just from the fact that we have Nick Claxton and Roberson. I think I think this team is better with those two guys in the rotation. Mm, Roberson is trash, but and I don't even think he's gonna be on the team in a week. Oh no, he's I mean, you're t- he's he's out of here. But I, I just think Roberson is better in those positions of like playing power forward, you know, defending. I mean, you got to figure they're going to get something for Dinwiddie. So you had, you had that player, you had Claxton, you had Griffin. These are guys they didn't have three weeks ago. It's that's some serious reinforcements. So let's talk about the Dinwiddie thing. What is your threshold? For a Dinwiddie trade, what do you have to get back? Give me, give me a scenario. I don't have to. I, I don't really I, look. I'm assuming if they're trading him, it's because they've had a conversation 
with him where he's not opting in, he's going to test for agency, and they've already decided we're not going to pay the tax on a guy that we just don't need anymore. So I'm not going to, like, hold out for something. You just get the best possible package you can get. I got to get Aaron Gordon for him. Well, why would the Magic do that? They could just sign Dinwiddie outright as a free agent. I, I think, first of all, I think they're capped out. Um, I mean, I'd look, have to, they could I'd have to look at that. But they also don't want him being traded to someone else. This is a player they've wanted for a while. And uh, you, you, you get him in, you help him re- rehab. And you make sure nobody Dude, else they, can get him. If they walk away with Gordon... Which I, I don't think is going to happen. I mean, they, they I mean, turned down two first-round picks for him. I don't think they're trading him for an injured free agent. Probably not. <laughs> we but don't need Aaron Gordon. Like. We, we, we don't. Really need him. You know what? We don't need Aaron Gordon. Not anymore. Right. We don't need him. We just You get the best possible package you can get. Whoever it is is going to be able to help. It's got to be you draft know, picks, wanna... right? It could be draft picks. It could be a player that's maybe overpaid somewhere else on a two, three-year deal. The teams want to sh- shed the money. Hmm. But for us, it makes sense. I mean, basically, we, we want to get Cabrero out of our rotation. We want to get Tyler Johnson out of our rotation. And I and, like both of them. Tyler yeah. Than, uh, I, Tyler a lot more than uh, a lot more than um, uh, you know, uh, TLC. Like, TLC has, has reverted to being a G-leaguer recently, but yeah, you know, but guess, guys him. like that, you know, uh, guys like that are are what they are. You know, they're they're gonna be up and down. Well, right. If they were consistent, they wouldn't be backups. Correct. Right. Same thing with Shamit. If he shot forty four percent from three, he'd be starting. He wouldn't have been available. Exactly. He's uh-huh. he's playing well, but for for me, I just you know what then then you know what the idea is with Dinwiddie is it's. You re, you start to recoup some of these draft picks you lost. There's yeah. there's a lot of teams sitting on a lot of draft picks that would like to just get a guaranteed good player and and like Dinwiddie. Yeah, look, you you just you expect that the Nets would tell his agent that he could talk to these teams maybe so they can gauge his interest in staying there before they make a trade. So I, they'll, they'll figure something out. You know, even if it's a player like a second round draft pick, it's something. I I think it's it's got to be either like a combination of a young player or or a couple of picks and and something. You know, I I, I think Dinwiddie has value, and maybe I'm overvaluing him, but in my heart of hearts, I, I really believe that Dinwiddie has the value to to get you back. Uh, you know, uh, at least one high draft pick and cap filler. So, find a high. I I think some like like a first round pick coming from an Atlanta. Well, nah, Atlanta wouldn't do it, but um, uh, I'm really prepared prepared on p- poorly for this one. <laughs> um, I don't think you're, I don't think you're getting anything better than a lottery protected. No, person. it's. The you know who would be a great trade partner to to be honest it it'd be the Knicks they have so many first rounders they could give up yeah. one but that would never happen. Well, they'll just think we can sign them outright. True, and yeah. and it's it's not the end of the world if they did keep them and just sign them. It's just money at the end of the day. 
It's Jerry well, Saw's money. But if I was uh, him, which I'm not, and I'm not because I I think about money like this, and these guys don't these billionaires. But I would just pay the tax on them. But these guys don't become billionaires by doing shit like that. Nah, here's why. Here's why it's not bad money to do the tax. Look what Pro- Prokhorov did. Prokhorov lost every, lost money every year that he had nets, and he was losing. He was willing to lose more. The value in this team is not in the money you're making yearly. Right. That's the, the asset. asset. The asset itself is $2.2 billion. If you own a house that's $100 million worth, right, it's worth $100 million, but every year you've got to put $10,000 in it. It doesn't matter because right. it's worth a hundred million dollars. So, right. so you know the, the the Nets aren't a loss for him. He got them at two point two billion. They win a championship. Their their value is going to skyrocket like like the Golden State Warriors. Let's be real. They're an old team. They're they've been around forever. I mean, I guess they 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 might have some Philly fans from going back that far, but. Shit, the the Warriors are an old team, but they weren't top three in value. It's no. when they got dominant. Right. It moved them from Oakland. Nobody in San Francisco was a Golden State Warriors fan. San Francisco right. people were Lakers fans. That is the truth. I, I'm from Cal. I, no, I'm not from California. I've lived in California my whole junior high school years, and I know California well. I have friends in both sides. San Francisco used to be a Laker town. All those motherfuckers jumped on when when they started winning championships. And and you know what? The the Nets can win two back to back. Like we're we're that freaking good. I don't know how we keep some of these other like surrounding pieces that we have, but that's like how who? good the you know, like I think I think guys like Green and um Obviously, uh, DeAndre Jordan's contract is coming up. So DeAndre's got two years left. He does. Yeah. <laughs> He's wow. signed a four-year deal. I thought it was a two-year deal. Why did I lie to myself mm-hmm. like that? Four years, forty million. As you say it, it like it has come back to me. He's not going to play well, that last year, is he? <laughs> he looks so beat, yo. You think he? You think anything could happen to make him better? No, I think it's just over. But he's he's okay on offense. You know, he gives him a, a lot of presence. You know, on defense, you know, it just is what it is. He can't he can't step out on people anymore. No, that's like it, they just meet him in the post and stop like four feet in front of him and just shoot over him every time. Right. Ah, uh, DeAndre, I want to. But it like doesn't so even matter. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. Him. Doesn't even matter. We're just is is there any chance? And before we do uh, uh, the week coming up, is there any chance that this what we're doing is not going to work in the playoffs? There's always it is a chance. Um, and I guess you'd have to define what working means, but I'd be I'd be very surprised if we're not playing in the finals. Me too. That there'd have to be injuries. Yep. That's that's the only thing that can stop us is injuries. The only thing that can stop the Nets is injuries. Let's let's talk about these games coming up. All right, so the first game back 
You want to say anything about the All Star game? I couldn't give a shit, but if you guys, I'm not. A, um, I probably won't even watch the game. I might flick it on, but you know, just something to have on while well, I smoke. I can care less about it. <laughs> All right, cool. Celtics versus Nets Thursday. First game back. What do you think? When and Pistons versus Nets. When. They've, they've been dominant against us. Yeah, we'll win. And then we'll do another pod, but that Monday, we have the Knicks. The defense yeah, juggernauts so that, that the, Knicks, the Knicks are. Well, the Knicks are about to get the reality check. Um, I was looking at their schedule. Oh, yeah. It's going to be very difficult for them to get in the playoffs, I think. Um, you know, unless they make a move here at the deadline. But, yeah, I... And I think it might be Drummond, too. And if they get a sour Drummond, that would just be yeah. more ridiculous. I mean, so the, the Boston game can maybe be a little fluky. It's that first game off. So those games are always a little bit fluky. But, I mean, we're going to be favorites in all three of those games, probably by at least six points. Uh, I'm going to lay the points all, all time, every single time. <laughs> Dude, they've been covering like crazy. They – they just smack teams, yeah. Even it's, the San Antonio game, they covered. They co- They damn sure did cover. Yeah. They damn sure did, and and a lot of um, sharp money was on, was on um, uh, uh, San Antonio because yeah. you know that the fact that we've never beat them at home, so <laughs> it feels like as a as a franchise. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, nah, I I think I think we we're gonna sweep the week. Uh, the the real question is is KD going to be back right away? No, I don't think we see KD till the end of the month. I'm not even mad at that because I don't think I think Look, if it was at some the point he's got to get on the floor though with these guys. No, yeah, yeah, I, and I think they're going to have to figure it out. They might be hurt by him coming back a little bit too. I think I, I think they're getting in a, into a groove together. Um. You know, you know why you watch the playoffs. Um, excuse me. You know why you watch the All Star game, just to just look at the fact that we root for a team that the that the three real All Star starters is on our team. If I watch the game, it's because I'll bet on Harden to win MVP. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna win MVP. He's his game is not suited to win MVP nowadays. Yeah, Kyrie could win win it. Yes, he's won it. So we know he can win it, dude. What a pleasure to have you talk basketball with me. On the it's weekend. just been easy, man. We got to get, get get your vaccines. Let's get to Barclays. Oh yeah, no, I get it on Monday. Yeah, I got my first shot last Monday. I go back on the twenty second for the second one. Nice. So we're getting there, close. Dude, we are in such a good place that uh, I think I feel like uh. I feel like we're almost boring in in the sense of uh in the sense of uh you know it's just hard there's nothing to want, disagree about. You want to complain? You want to be mad? <laughs> Yo, like, this everything is, the, is working. Everything is clicking, man, but we're going to I'm happy to be chronicling this year like we New York deserves a championship and you know me and you going to be together at uh, Barclays when it um when it jumps off Flatbush Atlantic. Walk over to Brooklyn Bridge and to the Manhattan side to just show them what winning looks like again. I'll Y'all, be 
I am at Eve Darboos. This is my guy um, at Pass First Eleven, uh, who I finally still call Bam. And this was Brooklyn Weekly. We'll, enjoy uh, your Sunday. We'll talk to everybody else. Uh, yeah, everybody, enjoy your Sunday. <laughs> Go Nets. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.